This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Everybody, welcome back to Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. It is game day. Here we go. Raider Nation taking on the Colts. I'm here in Indy. Obviously, got the background because it's the Raider background. I'm not at the stadium yet, but I'm here in Indy for the game. Brought the family with me. Excited about today's ball game. And as always, joined by my main man, the great. The one and only Johnny Shop. Johnny, you were going to open with a riff at the fans' request, but we were having some audio issues. We're going to get that fixed somehow, but you will be coming on with a riff at some. I point. was all ready to go. We just couldn't get it to to connect through the microphone. I was all ready to go. I got something written just for the show, a week seventeen special, if you will. We'll carry it forward, but yes, everybody is ready to go. Week 17, and there's still plenty of things. Right now, there's still plenty to play for. Totally agree. So, John, I want to go back in Kansas City. I predicted the win. Uh, It kind of just played out the way I thought. I thought the offense would be a little bit better, but there were a couple things that went into that. Number one, they got the lead, and AP said afterwards, I didn't want this to be a big points battle. So the the play calling changed a little bit at the behest of the coach. That's not all on Aiden. I'm not pretending that he played great or that, you know, there weren't drop passes that should have been caught. 
But the point of the matter was they got the win. How monster was that for the Raiders first, then AP and Champ Kelly? Well, about $28 million or so, I think, saw it on broadcast. 29. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge audience. It's hard to think of anything bigger. This is really the biggest thing that you could probably do on the schedule. I'll give you an example. If the Raiders somehow made the playoffs but lost the game to the Chiefs and then lost in the first round of the playoffs, I would argue that beating the Chiefs might have been nearly just as big or bigger. Here they do it. You did say that this was possible. We did talk a bit about the idea that it had to be probably a game that the Chiefs were kept below 25. They did enough to beat themselves. The Raiders did more to get ahead and get control of the game. And I think what you're talking about is there was a change on the fly, if you will, of how do we want this game to go from here? So it was really impressive. I don't think anybody could have expected it. What you pointed out was the possibility and how it could happen and that you thought, hey, I think this is gonna happen. But when you see it in real time, it's like, hello, the Chiefs were an 11 and a half point favorite. That is a marketing line, not a competitive prediction. But still, the point is, it looked like on paper and in theory, here you go, holiday game in Kansas City. Oh, the Chiefs are going to kind of go back to be what the Chiefs were. This one kind of stamped out for sure that the Chiefs of 2023 are not like the Chiefs that we've seen in the past. And the Las Vegas Raiders of late 2023 are really not much like anything we've seen since they've moved to Las Vegas so far. This is really something that can be used as a springboard. Let's see what they can do. There's a really good chance that they could finish with three wins in a row to end the regular season. Three well, then would, would make my nine and eight prediction come true, which it's just been an amazing season. So John, I um, have been very open, very emphatic. Um, I think that AP and Champ Kelly have earned the job and should be hired. I think you give them a three-year prove-it deal. You you bring them in and tell them that you're going to get the entire three years. If at any time in the three years you make the playoffs, or if they make the playoffs this year, it instantly becomes a five-year deal at $10 million per. I just think that's the right thing to do. I think they've earned it. It's what the players want. It is time for the NFL, I mean, for Mark Davis to, you know, really, I think he made a vital mistake in not hiring Rich Passaccia. And I think it's a time to make it right. Um, I know there's some people that say, no, you wait until, you know, what if they lose the last two games? That's irrelevant to me. I, I have no doubt this team is going to compete. I have no doubt that they've gotten better. To me, you go ahead and make that statement. I think it rallies the troops even more. I had one player whose name I have not given up that said to me, you know, after the game, why don't you just hire him? Come on, it's Christmas. And I think that there's no doubt that's who the players want. I think dragging it on is not a good thing. You go ahead and do it. Do you disagree with me? Do you think you wait till two more games? Do you think they've done enough now? Are you not convinced? What do you think? I think they've probably done enough. But part of the reason is I don't remember an interim situation quite like this 
where the coach, the general manager, actually did something. Maybe this is the first of its kind with an interim coach that right away makes a change uh, with the offensive, who's going to basically who's going to call the offense, what kind of offense they're going to call. We've seen a couple of moves from the general manager acquiring talent. We've seen some actual interim work, whereas usually we just see somebody who jumps on a cruise liner and has to try to steer it the best they can a lot of times through some big waves and there's really nothing that can be done. So in this case, if you're saying, well, I really don't know what they're going to do because of the amount of time that these guys have had, because of the actual work that they've done, I think you go ahead and name them the head coach and the general manager. I'm not sure timing wise it matters too much. I think that there is a Super Bowl coming to Las Vegas. It's odds on beyond belief that the Vegas Raiders will not be in it. At the same time, there's a lot of thunder that could be stolen at the right time during that Super Bowl buildup to make this big announcement. Something tells me that's probably what they're going to do, and maybe it makes some sense. Now, on Mark Davis, I learned earlier this week that he and I were both at the Mandalay Bay Eddie Trunk 40th anniversary rock and roll show a couple weeks ago on a Monday night. So for those folks that think this guy is not out and about, turns out he was right there in that house of blues enjoying some 80s rock like I did. Uh, I'm sure he'll be busy during the Super Bowl, but keep that in the back of your mind. I'm sure it's already in a lot of fans' minds. I think they want to tee this up to be announced at that time. Well, I think that's waiting way too long. It puts your team in, in, in uh, I, I, I'll tell you, I, if they wait, it's going to irritate their, their players. I don't think that's smart either. Um, that could be true. It, it could mm -hmm. it, I could understand that, and it could also be what the, the franchise uh, owner wants to do. That'll be interesting. I know this. Both of those guys would be really good candidates for a lot of other jobs that are open now and that are going to come open. They're not and getting Patrick Graham, the defensive yes. coordinator. Yeah, I, I don't see those guys getting away. It is – Amazing. Um, it's it, There's not a lot of interim coaching jobs that have been amazing. We know some at the college level like Dabo Swinney that went on to become amazing. This interim job, the work that these guys have done has been significantly different than we've seen interim coaches do and interim GMs do in the past. And I think this is going to be kind of the first of its kind. I think teams are going to follow this method in the future. If they turn over the keys to an interim guy, they're going to say, you are free to do what you want with the team. Because I think there may be the reason there's a couple differences there. I think that's why this has gone so well. And you had a team in position to literally knock the Chiefs out at Arrowhead during the Christmas holiday. That's a big deal. Now. What kind of momentum are they going to carry? Long trip, early game. I'm throwing that stuff out the window. This looks like a team that is turning the corner, has turned the corner, and now they are going to hit the gas, which is nice in Indianapolis since they've got some roadways there, and see how much they can squeeze out of 2023. There's still some juice to squeeze. One more thing I want to address with you. A lot of people see a lot of similarities with Antonio Pierce and John Madden, both young, both were position coaches, a lot of similarities, and I, I see them too. Um, I heard from two NFL general managers, an NFC and an AFC, that they thought the Raiders could hire them going around the Rooney rule. They may have to make some contract adjustments. 
Several people have reported that they don't believe they can. I don't think it's a matter of you're a liar, you're terrible. I just think it's different opinions. Um, PFT had a story with a league spokesman last year saying that um, it, it was okay for the Colts to promote Saturday without the Rooney rule because it was an interim, but there'd have to be an interview after the season. Uh, but Rick Goslin, the legendary NFL writer, um, the modern perfecter of the dra of the mock draft, the man that with, can pick up the phone, talk to any NFL owner. Um, this man is a legend. He's an icon. Owners call him for information, stuff going on around the league. As you know, he's my mentor and one of my best friends, a man that uh, fiercely impacted my life. Um, has helped me on all my major stories. He said the Rooney rule was invented for other teams, not the Raiders. They're the ones who have always broken down racial barriers. They brought in Eric Schell as an interim, promoted him, didn't go out and interview. He says NFL be damned. Mark Davis, go hire these guys. And he doesn't think the NFL comes after the Raiders at all. Both men are minorities, but NFL isn't going to touch them. He thinks there's no way the NFL goes after them. He says he needs to be like his father and go hire him and set the precedence. What would you think when you saw that? Because well, when that comes from Goslin, that's big because this man is so universally respected around the NFL. Universally respected, universally connected. We hear him. We see him. I mean, Jerry Jones mentions his name in his Hall of Fame speech. Rick Goslin's a big deal. Uh, folks, mm -hmm. a lot of folks probably know that. Some probably don't. Some probably also don't know how big a deal it was when Art Shell was hired by the Raiders. Anybody probably 30 and below, they may not know. It was a huge deal, and it was a good hire. Art Shell knew what he was doing. He was ready to be a head coach. The Raiders took a leadership role in that. I would agree with him and think that the right thing to do for the Raiders is go ahead and take a leadership role. reason I say that is when you look at the design of the Rooney Rule, it probably wasn't meant to preclude somebody from promoting an interim head coach who is a minority to be a head coach, same goes with the GM. So my thinking is the Raiders just go ahead and, and make this announcement and do it. Let the league react. And I bet the league would react on the back end to amend the Rooney rule or provide a Pierce rule cutout, if you will, that says if you have chosen as your interim coach a minority, that goes ahead and bypasses the Rooney rule if you should choose to make him a permanent head coach. I understand what Goslin's saying. I think he's on the right track. The Raiders can go ahead and do this. They're not going to lose. It's not like they're going to lose a draft pick or anything. In fact, they're going to get the rules amended because this makes so much sense. And it really doesn't harm the rule. This is not somebody skirting around the rule, which we've maybe seen once or twice in the past. This is lazy. You know, you knew this story privately, but in the article I wrote, I revealed for the first time publicly someone above Matt, and I know that you know the name because I've told you off the record, don't use the name. Someone above Matt Millen at the Lions hired Mariucci and then came to him and said, oh, by the way, we hired Mariucci. You better get rid of the guy we got, Marty Morningwig. And oh, by the way, you better go interview a bunch of minorities to follow the Rooney rule. Well, Matt Millen said, no, I'm not going to lie to minorities. 
That's not the Raider way. Because he cut his, his NFL teeth with the Raiders and uh, got fined 200 large by the NFL, Paul Tagliabue. Um, I'll have a lot more on that story one day when I write my book. But um, he gets fined 200 large because he wasn't going to be disrespectful to his faith and lie to these guys, and he wasn't going to be disrespectful. He told me to Al Davis and his being of a Raider and and lie to these guys. I mean, I, I that was a huge story that had never been made public that I, I thought was interesting and in how it applies to this. Yeah, I mean, we're going back well more than 10 years since we discussed this. Uh, we discussed it at, at, when it was still timely, when it was actually, you know, not that many years after it had gone on. But you kind of remember that as a story. And then it somehow comes up again in this context. It's completely relevant. And in that situation, you would have a team trying to skirt around the rule. Here's who we already have hired, which may have seemed like a very obvious candidate. Had they just gone through it the normal procedure, it wouldn't have necessarily been a problem. But they already, somebody else already did that. And then the Lions got into some water. And I remember Matt Millen at the press conference um, reacting a little strange to a couple of questions. Well, who knew there was this whole other thing going on? That did not serve the purpose of the rule at all. That was contradictory to the rule. You know, you could argue that in reality, if the Raiders knew we're taking Antonio Pierce, if the league made them go through the stupid charade of interviewing Antonio Pierce and other folks, everybody else who would be interviewing with that job would be like, what am I even doing here? And that would be, it's just not necessary at the NFL level. This is the most popular form of entertainment in America. It should be the best run, most organized, most thoughtful, most commonsensical. There is no common sense there. Nobody wants that to be repeated and blown way up like it was not in the Detroit situation. The Raiders can get this done. The league and the rule will adjust. I think they move on from there. And the future for the Raiders is right now, yes. And the 2024 team will be a new team. It'll be a new team, a different situation. But the future, I think you see it. The people are getting pretty jacked up and excited. Hasn't been excitement like this in a while. They got the leader. They've got the guy. Not the guy who maybe was the guy. Not the guy who could have been the guy. Not the guy that looked really good on TV and had been out of the sport for a long time. No, they got the guy now. They know it. Everybody around the league seems to know it. And I got a feeling well before the Super Bowl kicks off, that thing is going to be stamped in ink. Sorry about my phone ringing. Matt must have known we were talking about him. It was Millen. <laughs> All right. Um, let's turn our direction now. Um, you and I are taping this before Saturday, but I want to talk about the Christmas Day games. The NFL comes in like a bully and just says, okay, NBA, you think you own Christmas? <laughs> Hold my beer. The well, Sunday game, I mean, the Christmas Day games were an overall booming ratings phenomena. Blue. Someone told me, and I've not yet verified this, that one of the Christmas Day games was exponentially bigger 
Then all, all of the NBA games combined on that day, and I guess there was more than one. I don't know that, but I'm not an NBA guy. But it was one was exponentially bigger. The NBA essentially just, I mean, the, the NFL essentially just pushed the NBA right out of the way. To me, I don't care if Christmas falls on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Friday. Christmas now must forever be cemented as an NFL holiday. Your thoughts? If we're going that far, I want to add two games on Christmas Eve also. Here's where this all comes from. Again, younger folks may not know. When I was young, when Hondo was there, there was not really a thought that there'd be Christmas or Christmas Eve games on the NFL. Maybe it would fall on the calendar, but like, are you crazy? No way. And then the NBA comes along and says, hey, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try this. And they try it. And over time, it now expands to where they have a whole bunch of games. And they've got that thing going along for a while, which is fine. Now, surely the NFL is looking ahead to calendar schedules and they say, okay, that's the year we're going to step on the gas. We're going to put the, we're going to leave the games alone on Christmas Eve and we're going to stack them on Christmas Day. And we're going to call it the Holiday Classic. Fine by we, the American viewing public that pushed 25 million plus for each of the games. Really good idea. So you look at your calendar and you see, um, you know, what's coming up in the future. And you think that maybe there is a possibility. Now, if it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe we do have a, a stray game or two. I do think this is now possible. This was such an overwhelming success. And for sure, people can choose to watch other stuff. Heck, they can even choose to watch the NBA or something else. But this is such an overwhelming success. This train is not going back in the station. If you've got a Christmas day on a Monday, you've got probably you could stack three games there. If you've got uh, Christmas day and Christmas Eve in the middle of the week, there might be a way to, to work a game in or, or not work another one. I like the idea of a couple of games on Christmas Eve and Christmas day. If they want to put three on each, that's fine by me. I thought it was a huge success. And even though you had kind of a, a dud matchup or two, but really a, 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 what looked like a dud, with the Broncos and the Patriots, there were so many eyeballs on it. It's unbelievable. You just look at it from a broadcasting perspective. Last year, 19 of the 20 most-watched broadcasts on American television were the NFL. The other one was a college football playoff. You can't compare this to anything else. It's the single most popular form of entertainment, and it has a comfortable home now you can call it the Holiday Classic. It helps you get away with it more, NFL. We will watch, and we want the Chiefs and the Raiders. We want the Broncos and the Raiders. We want the Giants and the Eagles. We want those best matchups and best rivalries. This is where some of that flexing actually may help the NFL. This thing goes forward. It was a humongous success. Great. Okay, there's a new trend in the NFL about internal suspensions, internal <laughs> You know, letting did somebody, did somebody talk about make, that? Did, did somebody talk about that last week? Did we talk about that last week? Hello, kaboom! And now, like everything, we're on it. We're talking about things before the trend. Did I not say before anyone said it? No playoffs for the Patriots. Belichick gone. Did or did I not? I mean, before no one was talking about change color. Yeah, way, way early in this, in, in still in the summer. Because I was told about it yep. by people with direct connections. 
Okay. I even got mocked when the story came out that he had signed a big extension. I said, well, I don't care. I trust my sources. Okay. We talk about officiating before it could come, but the, the official in the box. Now yep. it's being discussed. We talk about internal suspensions. Now it's a topic. Talk about it. I didn't see this coming one week later. But if you think that the guys in Green Bay didn't decide to suspend Jerry, Jerry Alexander because of what happened in Indianapolis, you're insane. This is a small community. It's almost like they're not high schools, but you know, there's only 32 teams. They all know what's going on. So the Colts get away, get away with this, use this ability they have under the bargaining agreement to do internal suspensions. And then Alexander kind of loses his mind a little bit gets a little out of place, Matt LaFleur says, well, here's what has to be done. You must go now and stay home. Internal suspensions, trending, and I go way out on a limb, not much of a limb at all. There will be more before the end of this season. Somebody's going to get internally suspended next week. This is a right, new well, trend. I have a problem with it, but okay. man, I don't have a problem with it, but this is on fire. And yeah, if you go out and blow a coin toss or go rogue, that's a really good reason to get sat down and also gives them maybe a chance to call a guy off the practice squad and find out if he can play at the NFL level. I don't know if this is a wake-up call for the players or not, but if I was betting, I'd bet there will be another internal suspension before the final games next week. And Even though it's a 10-year CBA, at some point it's going to come up in the CBA. All right, let's talk about Russell Wilson. Like Derek Carr last year, the Broncos have made the decision, we can't afford for you to be injured and guarantee any already more money. I think they owe him like close to $40 million next year, whether or not he's the quarterback. But if he's injured, I think it goes close to $40 million the next year. So they make the decision to bench him. I guess it's kind of an internal suspension. But your thoughts on what happened to Russ? Well, I got a couple thoughts. The first one is, uh, we did compliment Wilson for playing pretty well a couple weeks ago for a little stretch. We will now go back mm -hmm. to criticizing him for looking like he's unprepared, he's unfocused, he's unmotivated. Football is maybe the fifth priority in his life. It's done. He's over and done uh, being the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. There's a couple thoughts that come to mind. The first one is what happened with Carr last year set a new precedent. It looks pretty smart. It's being applied this year. And I think it was actually inspired by what happened here in Atlanta when Matt Ryan was basically banging a hammer saying, no, we're going to keep on playing. We're going to keep and put our best foot forward. And in doing so, the Falcons won two or three extra games. They lost out on Trevor Lawrence. They didn't draft Justin Fields. Their franchise has been set way, way back. I actually think people around the league saw that. I think somebody at the Raiders said, here, this is this strange move. This is what we have to do to massage around this. We've seen it now copied with Wilson. We will see it again next year copied if there's somebody like Daniel Jones or other folks in a similar situation. This thing is coming. That's the first thing I think. The second thing I think is why did Sean Payton take this job? Does he have some agreement with the Broncos that he can handle this how he sees fit? Because otherwise, why in the world would you take that job with Russell Wilson in 2023? It wasn't going to work. It was amazing that it worked for a bit. With They got a bunch of turnovers, and he was dinking and dunking and throwing up a couple Hail Marys. 
it's a surprise to see it happen the way it has because I thought the contract was so behemoth that they really couldn't make any better of it. But it's going now. And I would say fairly, the Broncos are on the clock and in the quarterback market and are likely to draft a quarterback in April. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the I mean, frenemies united. Well, you tell me, do you think Russell Wilson is done? Because to me, he's done as a starting productive NFL quarterback. Does am I crazy or is he is he done? I am sure somebody will give him a chance, but he's not going to get paid what he gets paid. Yeah, that that is a, a, an overwhelming amount. So I that will it will be interesting to see. We'll see how it happens. It does affect the Raiders. It will affect the Raiders. Who's the quarterback for the Broncos next year? It ain't going to be Wilson in the final game. Agreed. All right, let's move on, John. Frenemies United. Um, Jerry Jones decides to eat some crow. Makes nice with Jimmy Johnson, which I think he should have done. And now he's going to be inducted into the Ring of Honor. I have said many times, if Jerry Jones, excuse me, if Jimmy Johnson is not in the Cowboys Ring of Honor, then there shouldn't be one. Um, I think this was a great move by Jerry Jones. I think it was the right move and good for Jimmy to just let it happen. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, one of the folks that saw, you know, you see these big scenes around the desk when up, here comes Jerry and Jimmy and uh, the announcement that he was going to be in the Ring of Honor and then then the one uh, handful of weeks ago that this is what it was going to be. This is an amazing story. If young folks out there aren't familiar with it, go read it. You're going to like it. It's salacious. Rosalind. Rick, yeah, everyone knows the story of 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 Jimmy, excuse me, of Jerry Jones sitting at the bar, yep, or sitting with a sports owner was at a bar in a restaurant, making all the comments. Rick wrote it, well, Rick and his partner, and it blew the whole thing up. That's the story, yeah. And it, it, but there's there's more to it. These guys were on the same team at Arkansas, which is amazing, and they, they go about their lives and they they come back together. And then there's the humongous Herschel Walker trade, which it wasn't the Wayne Gretzky trade, folks. No, nothing was. But it was huge. It was huge. And it was so successful and effective. Well, who gets the credit for that? Then the Cowboys are long rolling. They're long rolling. And here comes this guy out and about, maybe more often than not, saying anybody could have coached that team. Hell, Barry Switzer could have coached that team. Who knows exactly what it is? It gets put in ink, and then it's a wild scene with Jimmy taking off in a Corvette or something, and people like, what's going on? The Cowboys do win another Super Bowl. They haven't won one since. So you get to thinking, how many could they have won if Jerry and Jimmy got along or Jerry uh, didn't run his mouth, Jimmy covered his ears, etc. Now these guys have survived a lot of life. It is neat to see Jimmy Johnson going in. As a then humongous Redskins fan, these guys were tough to beat, no doubt. And they really had taken nearly the worst franchise on the field and just incredibly flipped it. There's always a question, and I'm curious, everyone wants to know what you think. How many more Super Bowls could they have won? I would set the over-under at two, but it seems like they for sure would have had another I don't know how many more they could have got than two, but they probably would have had a couple more. Years ago, I talked to somebody who was on that team 
I don't think they would mind me using their name, but because I don't have their permission, I won't. Um, but they told me they thought with the way contracts were structured and the and the important guys they had under deals, they said they felt like they would have won at least three more. It's very possible. I that was very, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the biggest uh, dynasty that never was that would have been the longest, I think, was the Edmonton Oilers had they not traded Wayne Gretzky. I mean, that could have been extraordinary. They could have they could have gotten to ten. Um, the Cowboys, the Cowboys were unbelievable, and it was beyond insane what happened there in the fallout. And then the back and forth, rough sandpaper between these two guys for more than 15 or 20 years it's fine it's nice to see it all smoothed out i don't know if there'll be a zinger or two thrown out during that ceremony but without any question the record is unbelievable of course jimmy johnson belongs not only in the, in the ring of honor it's like literally the center spot when he is gone and this game continues to be played there will be so much more actual detailed inspection and review of what jimmy johnson did at the college and the pro level he is a one of a kind he could have won anywhere anytime and he is without question his shadow is going to be bigger than jerry jones at the end of the day and i wonder if that doesn't just stick to jerry a little bit wishing he was the bigger shadow over the sport all right john I am going to ask you very quickly, what's your yes. prediction for later today? I'm taking uh, the Raiders 27-14. Actually, My I'm going to do 27-13. Mine is pretty close. I like 24-17 Raiders. I give a little credence to the home field for the Colts, but the Raiders are getting it going. Their best football is still ahead of them this year. Although it, we may see it this week. I like, I mean, what a momentum burst. They're going to go in and show up and take care of professional business against a team they really should beat at this point. Does right. that lean us to the four? Now let's go to our fearsome foursome. I feel like these four are no-brainers. I feel like the schedule, as people have looked, they're like, hey, Saturday night game is good. Sunday night game is good. These are easy to see. Lions at Cowboys. Lions, not much to lose. All the pressure on the Cowboys. We have seen them fall on their face before. The last game at Texas Stadium, the Ravens got them, if you recall. This is Jimmy Johnson Day. The Lions have nothing to lose. I like the Lions to steal it. I'm going to go with the Cowboys, um, and I'm going to tell you why. The the Lion team on Thanksgiving showed me that when you have expectations for them, it's a little too early to have expectations. I don't have expectations on the Cowboys. You know that. I pick against them a lot. But I think they're good enough. They're at home. Jimmy Johnson day. I'm, I'm just going to ride with the Cowboys on this one. It will be must-see, and it'll get $25 million, I think, on people viewing it. Bengals at Chiefs. I don't know what else there is to say. Lingle. The look like they're crashing into, I mean, it, they. you know, the Jaguars are going off a cliff. It looks like the Chiefs are in some serious trouble. The Bengals at the same time must, must, must. They need, they must have. At some point, the Chiefs have to flip it back. This is the one where I think the Chiefs win by less than a field goal. 
Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, because because of Burrow. I mean, he's gone. Chase, yeah. we don't know. You know, the, the whole thing for the Bengals, I, I predicted they missed the playoffs at the start of the year just because I thought they'd have some bad luck. They have, but this is a must for them. There's no there's no losing yeah, this. Yeah, I'm going to change my prediction. I, I'm, I'm just going to ride with the Chiefs. You talk me out. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. <laughs> the Packers at Vikings is interesting for many reasons. Playoffs being Packers. number one. Remember, the Vikings play the Lions again next week, even though they just played last week. That could come in to mean more for one or both than we think. You like the Packers. I love that home field environment in Minnesota, but I hate what's happened to them. Losing Hawkinson, you're talking about a team with three major passing threats. Now we're down at least one. Yeah. I got to go with the I'm Packers. I'm sorry. Well. Once Hawkinson went down, I, I was riding with the Vikings, but without Hawkinson, I'm going Pack. One too many injuries. And lastly, it's no-brainer. Dolphins at Ravens. Here come the speed. Here come the Ravens. We know you're going to pick Baltimore because they're at home. I'm going to agree with you and 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 think that this may be the last loss of the year for the Dolphins. It might. Really? You think they could, they're going to win the Super Bowl? I don't think so. But if they do, if they lose here and win it, I, I would not be surprised. Wow. All right, Johnny, there's our fearsome foursome, my friend. You were in a rare mood today. I don't know what to say. I, I mean, I I, I I, I, like the Ravens this week, and it's not just the hard knocks factor. The Dolphins seem to have a little bit of an edge over everybody moving that football. Yeah. And if they get things to go their way, if they're playing in familiar weather or they're playing inside – this is not. This does not look like the fold up the tent dolphins that we've seen in the past. So stay tuned. Week seventeen. Everybody's watching. Everybody can't wait. It's going to be a fun one today. We're ready to kick it. All right. He is Johnny Shaw, my man. This is Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Now remember, you can get all of our podcasts audio only on Spotify and Apple. And then also uh, on Spotify and Apple, I do a second podcast every day. It's five to ten minutes riding with Hondo and Dexter, just giving you a little bit of tidbits of information that we get. Check that one out as well. Follow me on Twitter at Hondo Carpenter. On Instagram, Hondo SR. You can get me there. We're all over the place. Check us out. John, thank you for joining us tonight. Hang on, I'm getting another call. <laughs> All right. There we go. I better take that. We'll let y'all go. It's game day. We'll see you in just a few hours after the game with my complete recap podcast. Thanks, Johnny. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa, whoa. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.